Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. And we have an interesting story for two stories for you today that we'd like to talk about. The title of this uh, YouTube videos are Chaos on the Day of Closing for a Dental Office Sale. We'll give you the details. What happened two instances, there was a lot of chaos. And we'll talk about that. As I've said many times in the past, you will be successful in the sale of a dental practice. It will work out, but it's a bumpy road sometimes and you have to deal with chaos sometimes. We'll talk about what happened on this instance. So anyway, um, as you know, we're in 28 states now. We have 10 employees including two CPA accountants. We've been doing the dental practice brokerage business. We sell dental practices nationwide. I myself was a dentist for 25 years. Now we have a great team. You can reach us at 201-663-0935. And our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebroker.com. So look us up. And uh, I think we'll have some great information for you. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a DSO, remember we work with them all the time, but they're changing. So you have to be choice, you know, you have to be careful in your choices of DSOs. A DSO who could be great in one year could be falling apart the next year or be going through a transition with poor management the following year. You never know. There's always something we sort of are in the middle of it. So when we work with the DSOs, often they will pay our commission so there'll be no commission to you and frequently we could get your legal fees your dent you should be using a dental lawyer we can get your legal fees reimbursed at closing so upon successful closing we'll get your legal fees uh that is costing you reimbursed to you and that's not for every broker in the country. It's only select, I'm one of the few selected brokers that could do that. Also, um, if you have any questions, whatever, uh, about this whole transition process, give me a call. I'm always available. I'd be happy to answer uh, your questions and et cetera. So anyway, and of course, as you know, the information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes. It's not legal or business advice. So let's get into it now. What happened in two previous instances that you had chaos at the closing? The day of closing, chaos. And these things do happen. It's not that glamorous, everything's perfect, seamless glass transition. Uh, that happens occasionally, but many times it doesn't. There's always a bump in the road. The reason you have 10 moving parts, the buyer, the seller, buyer's attorney, seller's attorney, uh, buyer's accountant, seller's accountant, bank, bank attorney, landlord, landlord attorney. They're like 10 moving parts or more. And sometimes all you need is one part to go out of kilter and you, everything is mixed up, but you get through it. And I will tell you, your sale, your purchase or your sale uh, will be successful. You need the right professionals. Hopefully we can provide that for you. And also a great dental attorney can provide that. But those, uh, that's really important. So what happened? So it's the day of closing. The 
landlord, now what's supposed to happen is the day before the landlord signs the lease in escrow. So it's held in escrow. In other words, he signed it, the attorneys hold on to it, and as soon as the sale goes through, the lease gets assigned to the buyer. That's done a day ahead of time. In this instance, the uh, landlord says, uh, I'm not signing on the day of closing, he decides. We don't know this. We didn't know this before. So the day of closing came. The landlord insisted the buyer and the seller go to his office and sign. Usually you do this as a sign remotely. There's generally, you don't have to visit anymore. Uh, the, you don't have to have a meeting, a physical meeting. Sometimes you do, you know, uh, if there's a large deal or there's uh, certain issues have to be can, uh, handled like environmental. Um, but in this instance, the landlord says you have to come down, both buyer and seller, on the closing day and sign the dental contract and sign the contract that is the lease the, the lease assignment the dental contract had already been signed and that was already done that was done well ahead of time 10 12 days ahead of time so now the um uh landlord after they signed we figure well we're okay now no landlord announces i'm not signing today we're like what do you mean you're not signing everything's all set we have the closing the bank money is ready the dental contracts are signed uh you knew we were closing and you did insist that the buyer and seller come down and sign the non the uh the leases you needed their signature okay so that shouldn't be a problem you would think and therefore, the landlord should be signing the lease assignment that day. Generally, it's done ahead of time. It held in escrow. This situation, he says, I'll sign the day of the closing. So the day of the closing comes. Everything is ready. The contracts are signed. The money has been wired from the bank to the attorney's account a day before. So, you know, everything's in motion. We're ready to go. So they're waiting for the landlord. As soon as the buyer and the seller went in in the morning and signed their leases, that is the... Uh, Buyer signs the uh, her name on the lease assignment. Seller signs her name, and then the landlord countersigns everything. So all of a sudden, the landlord is nowhere to be found. Where's the landlord? Everybody's going crazy. Where's the landlord? He's nowhere to be found. It's the day of closing. Everything is hinging on this. The money is ready to be dispersed. The bank has sent the money to the uh, uh, the attorney. And landlord is nowhere to be found. We're asking his office, his son, his staff, and they all say the same thing. We don't know where he is. We're like, well, what are you talking about? He said he'd signed the lease. He insisted the buyer and the seller come down and uh, sign the lease. So they did that. So where is the landlord? Landlord doesn't come. It was crazy. So we are running around. Fortunately, we had great dental attorneys. They knew how to handle these things. And uh, they can't find the attorney either. So now we missed that first day of closing. And we can't find the landlord. Finally, we hear from the landlord's team at the end of the day that 
the landlord needs time to review their signatures on the on the uh, uh, leases. Wait a minute, review the signatures? What are you talking about? I, this is crazy. So finally what happened the next day, the landlord announces, okay, I'll sign it in the morning. I know it's only one day, but it created havoc. Everybody's going crazy. So these things happen. It wasn't a seamless transition, and we had great attorneys, fortunately, can handle these kind of problems. But it was a big problem, a very big problem. Second time, now another incident had happened. We had a closing. Everything went smoothly. Now, the bank, certain banks will disperse monies themselves, will not put it in the attorney's escrow account. Okay, no problem. So this bank's obligation was to sign the, uh, was to send the monies over when the monies were required. When the closing was done, the bank was obligated to wire the monies out. So once again, this is a situation where the money wasn't sent to the attorneys ahead of time. Banks said, we will directly wire the money to the individuals. So we have to close and get in touch with the bank and they say, the bank says, we're not gonna wire the money today. We said, well, is it the end of the day? Is there a problem? No, it was in the morning, so it wasn't a problem. Uh, we're going through a transition, the bank says. We're not gonna wire the money. We said, what? Well, what are you talking about? You have to wire that money. You're obligated. Every, we've had the closing. We've had the contracts. They said, sorry, we're going through a transition. And we can't do it today. So now this is why you need great dental attorneys. We had one dental attorney who was very powerful in the state and knew a lot of people. He gets them on the phone and says, hey, you better get that money wired out by tomorrow. If not, you're never going to do business in New Jersey again or wherever state it was. And there's a powerful uh, attorney that was involved. So finally, the next afternoon, the wires hit. And these are the instances that happened. We fortunately had great attorneys. We got through it, and I tell you, you'll always get through it. But it was aggravating. It was shocking to the buyer and the seller. And it was challenging to deal with. I never dealt with that before. But we had great attorneys to make sure it got pushed through. But these things do happen, and you've got to be aware of that. And you need a team. We were there to support the buyer and the seller. You need a team to plow through everything. And that's what we did. We got through it. With the help of great attorneys and great staff, we got through it. So just to let you know, um, it's not always that smooth, easy transition, seamless transition. I think they use that word, certain people. <laughs> It's not as simple as you think. You do run into problems. But we got through it. Okay? Thank you.